Hi there. You're listening to the Paralegals on Fire podcast show, where you'll be getting tips and actionable strategies that you can use right now to fast track your paralegal career. I'm your host, Ann Pearson, former paralegal and paralegal manager who left big law in the concrete jungle to start my own company, the Paralegal Bootcamp, where we give online courses that help paralegals make more money, increase their job security, and cut out the learning curve. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. You just landed that new job at that personal injury firm. Yay. All right, well, I got an email from someone today who is taking the personal injury paralegal boot camp because of that. And the question was a really good topic. And I thought this needs to be a podcast episode. So my answer to her is essentially going to be forwarding her this podcast episode. So as a new paralegal, what do you do when you start in an office and you have 60 or 70 or more files that are assigned to you on your very first day? Well, don't panic. It's doable. Now, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's not going to be easy, but it is doable. I'm going to give you some tips on what to do to get up to speed on all of those files and a checklist of things that you can do when you're starting out as a personal injury paralegal, and maybe you're not sure where to even get started. Now, some of these would apply to other practice areas as well. I'm going to start with three immediate, what I would call somewhat urgent things that you should do. And then give you three knowledge-based things that you have to know or learn how in order to have a successful career as a personal injury paralegal. And again, like I said, if you're in a different practice area, some of these will also apply. Like the first step, triage. Not like you're in the emergency room, but kind of. Actually, if you're new to the firm and they just dumped 60 case files in your office and said, here you go these are yours, then yeah, you may feel like you need a trip to the emergency room. (laughs) What I mean is triage is for you to have a method or a way to review all of those files, but you don't have the time to review all the nitty gritty details of every file at this stage anyways, the triage stage. You've got to review those files for things that are critical. I'll give you a few things. If you're a personal injury paralegal, But again, you can use these in other practice areas. You just have two to three different things that you'd be looking for during this triage step or stage. What you need to know are a few important things about every one of those files. And so that's what you have to determine depending on your practice area. What you do need to know are a few important things about every one of those personal injury files. Number one, What is the statute of limitations date for each one? Because the failure to commence a lawsuit within that time period will likely result in the lawsuit being dismissed by the court. If your law firm accepted the case before the statute of limitations period expired, it could result in a finding of legal malpractice, and you don't want that happening, and your attorneys especially don't want that happening. Now, if you're working for a larger firm, they probably have case management software that's tracking that date. But if you're working for a solo practitioner or a smaller firm, that date might just be on someone's Outlook calendar. If there's a date already out there somewhere, verify that it's the correct date. All right, number two, have all of the medical records been ordered and received? That's a big question. This is usually where the bottleneck occurs on personal injury claim files. Maybe the person who worked on those files before you 
had ordered the records, but two of the medical providers haven't sent their records yet. Maybe the request was missing something. So check and see what's been requested, what's been received. And number three, has the client finished treatment and are they at what's called MMI or maximum medical improvement? If so, what is that date? And just those three for right now, that's the triage step. So if you're in a different practice area, what are those three things that would be critical for you to learn about each of your files to make sure nothing slips through the cracks? Okay, so number one on our immediate things to do is the triage, and that had three parts to it. Number two of our immediate, somewhat urgent things to do is to have a case checklist for every case, or in your case, for every claim file. Because you don't have the capacity to remember every little thing that has to be done on all of those when you have 60 or 70 or more active files. This one I can help you with. I put together one that I use inside the personal injury paralegal boot camp, and I'm going to share it with you, the listeners. Now, the person I'm answering this question for already gets it inside the paralegal boot camp, but I'm also going to share that one checklist with you. But here's the thing about checklists. They're only good if you use them. Too many times we think, well, I've done this a hundred times. I don't need to look at a checklist. And then we forget something. And here's the other thing about checklists. They reduce the amount of mental focus and energy that we have to use to get things done. So then we have more energy and more attention to be able to focus on the things that we don't have a checklist for. So get a checklist. And number three from our immediate and somewhat urgent things is to develop a set of templates or form files and keep improving them. Having form files is very, very important. Now, number one, it's going to make your work quicker and more efficient. But also, as you're developing them, you're improving them with each markup from the attorney. It's essentially like getting their advice on how to make the form better. And this doesn't have to be something formal either, right? If the attorney makes certain edits to your letters, begin by incorporating those edits into your letters. And from there, once the edits stop, then you know you have a much more solid form letter. I know it's hard when you feel like you're drowning in an office full of files, but it's important for you to take the time to do this with each template and form. It's going to save you time in the long run. All right, so those are our three critical things. Triage your files get a case or file checklist, develop a set of templates and form files. Now let's talk about three other things that I would say are in the knowledge department in terms of a personal injury paralegal. First is to learn some basic anatomy and medicine. A valuable personal injury paralegal is someone who knows not only the law, but also the medicine. It may even be more critical to know the medicine in this case because the attorney can practice law and help guide you on the law while you help guide them on the medicine. Some ways that you can learn anatomy and medicine might be, let's see, you could grab a medical school study guide or an anatomy book. They have those series, you know, for dummies series. You could get one of those. You could watch YouTube videos you know, watch them on surgeries, like the kinds that your clients are typically getting. So then you can better understand what's happening during the surgery, what's the recovery time, the after effects, if there's any permanent disabilities. 
You're going to want to learn about broken bones and their surgeries if you're a personal injury paralegal and those soft tissue injuries. So whether you do it by YouTube videos, now being careful which ones you're watching, of course, or one of the medical school study guide or a book for dummies, you're also going to want to get a chart or diagram of the bones in the large muscle systems. I would say even put it up on your wall so it's easy to reference. And then, of course, last but not least is Google, right? Google is your friend. (laughs) And make sure when you're searching online that you have the question before you ask. Make sure that you're asking the question and getting a reliable source answer. I'm sure we all know by now, but I want to remind you, you don't click on the first few that say ad or sponsored. Along with anatomy and medicine, you should also learn the common abbreviations and some medical terminology. And I know if you recently graduated from your paralegal certificate program, you're probably thinking, more terminology? Yes. Because medical professionals use so many different abbreviations and terminology that you're just not going to want to have to look it up every single time. For example, Get to know that diagnosis is DX so that you don't have to continue to look it up. Prescription is RX. History is HX. You can see a pattern there, right? Depending on whether or not your personal injury law firm has specific injury claims that they specialize in, knowing those medical terms could be vital to your paralegal job duties. Second, know how to obtain medical records quickly and efficiently. Obtaining medical records is one of the most common things a personal injury paralegal will do. It's going to include records from the hospital, the primary care physician, surgical groups, doctor's offices. You got to know how to request these medical records and obtain them quickly and efficiently. And third, you're going to want to know the litigation process. In many personal injury firms, paralegal roles are segmented into the typical phases of a personal injury claim. For example, in some firms, the claim file moves from the case intake or case manager to the litigation paralegal, and that's when the claim doesn't settle. So if you're on the case intake slash case manager side and that those files then go on to the litigation paralegal, you might think, well, I don't need to know anything about litigation. Even if your paralegal job description or job title focuses on just the case intake or the pre-litigation phase of the personal injury claim, you should still familiarize yourself with what happens after the claim file becomes litigation. This is going to make you a more valuable employee, even if you currently only handle the case intake side of personal injury. And remember, I did an episode on career security versus job security. So yeah, maybe you only need to know the case intake side for job security, but you really, as a paralegal, want to focus on your career security. I also did an episode on the podcast about the different roles of a personal injury paralegal. I'll put a link to it in the notes. I can't remember what episode number it was. Okay, so the three knowledge areas, medical, that's anatomy, medicine, medical abbreviations. Two, how to obtain those medical records quickly and efficiently. And three, to know the litigation process, even if you're not a part of it. And if you're looking for a way to streamline your pre-litigation work in personal injury, 
you can join me and the woman who asked this question in the Personal Injury Paralegal Bootcamp. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But essentially, if you did a Google search for those words, Personal Injury Paralegal Bootcamp, it's going to be right there at the top of your search results. All right, so that's it for today. Remember, triage, checklist, templates. Those are the first three, the critical things that you got to do. But secondary to that, you got to do these three knowledge areas to make yourself successful at your personal injury paralegal position. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.